She brings it over, and now they're going to set up their offense with about five seconds left to go. Shot is over. Harrison down low to Diggs at the buzzer. Got it to fall. Raheem White out of the backfield in motion. They bring a blitz. Garrett drops. Garrett fires the ball down left side. Wide open receiver. Pass caught. Touchdown! West Virginia! Jaheem White caught it! Harrison brings it up the court. Step back three. Got it to fall. West Virginia shooting the ball very well from three-point range. And West Virginia gets the win. 94-40 here in the West Virginia Coliseum over the Youngstown State Penguins. Comes Kedrian. He attacks against Tomlin. Sends the ball back up to Stevenson for a three. Got it! West Virginia gets a win. 2-0 over the South Carolina Gamecocks. And they head to the Sun Belt Conference Championship game. Welcome back to episode 35 of the PRT Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Cornobi, alongside... I'm Andrew. Griffin Harbor. And we have uh, a new member with us, Nico Corretto, who is also part of United 2. He's good doing... Uh, this is his first episode. Going to see... Um, just see how this goes. This is a trial run for old Nico, but I got no doubt in him. We I, love Nico. I, I, I've seen Thank his work. You. Thank been, you. Been with him, done work Limitless with him. potential. On the radio station, he knows his stuff, so... No doubt you'll definitely be hearing him again. So, Nico, welcome to the show, my friend. Oh, it's, thank you for having me. Tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, where are you from? Uh, that's kind of how we started. Uh, so just where are you from? Uh, all that. Your all major. That I mean, it's going to be the same well, as us, but, you know. Don't have to go through your major. Give us just, the deets. Where, where are you from? I'm from Cleveland. So, oh. uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that bad. Mm, debatable. Parts of debatable. But anyways, <laughs> anyways. Um, so this has been, it's been a long time since we've, uh, last come together. Yes. Uh, last time we were together, we did our bowl mania, which the results were, I do believe Andy won that one. I yes. came in second. Griffin came in last. So bye bye Griffin. He lost that one. Sorry, buddy. Impossible. No, it's not impossible. Cause that's what happened. All right. So <laughs> here's how we're going to start it right here. We're going to start out with probably the most unlucky basketball team I've ever seen in my life. Uh, West Virginia. So, the opening spread, according to ESPN Bets, is Oklahoma 12.5. I do not believe that's how it's going to go. West Virginia is a 6-10 and 10 record, but the record does not define how good they are. Coming off a win against the 25th ranked, well, was the 25th ranked team in the country, Texas, who... Um, I had, thought they were going to get killed, who, I'll be honest. Played, you know, awfully it's, well. That it's was, been a grind, apparently. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that came through the thing. If that, I, if it did, I, I honestly really funny. hope it does because I don't it, think it did because it's muted on here. Oh, okay. Quinn, did you wake up feeling cheesy? <laughs> I, I woke up feeling the cheesiest All right, coach. Shut up. No. God. All right. So here's how here's how it rolled. So they had a new starting lineup in for West Virginia, and it seemed to work pretty well. Raekwon Battle, Kirk Carissa, Kobe Johnson, Pat Sumnick, Josiah Harris were the starting five. Farrakhan came off of the bench. Alongside Quinn Slazinski as well, he's been doing some of those little changes there. Um, the only the news out of today though is that Pat Sumnick was dealing with an issue. I am trying to um, within my sources trying to see if he's going to play tonight. I don't think they know yet. It's just too far out because the game tips off at eight tonight, which is obviously seven o'clock their time, so they're an hour you know behind there. So still, what the. Still not a time. All there. the parts it's, you it's need. It's the ESPN, man. It's just flowing. I honestly today. really hope that it comes through because then it just sounds like we're like schizophrenic right here. We're just like we're, we're talking about like stuff that they don't even hear. Like 
So it 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 just for the sanity of you know us. Yeah, and, that was weird. Yeah. All right, but anyway, everything's back fine. To Keep saying. talking. Um. So, uh, but it was reported by Ethan Bach yesterday. Um, see if I can find the tweet. Um, where is it? Yeah, it says Josh Eilert says that West Virginia Ford Pat Sumnick came down with an illness this morning. That was yesterday. He'll be evaluated during the trip uh, in Norman. So it's not like we don't have a chance without him. No, you. But that's a pretty big loss. Especially I'm not. I'm not. A I'm key not. Yeah, I'm not dissing him like, like Jesse Edwards because now if you add him or you add him to you know being out, you have one big guy. Neither of them know how to use their size anyway. Yeah, a cook, a cook just hasn't really found his grip yet. I love a cook though. He comes off and can give you a sp- a spark off the bench. If Pat Sumnick does not play, I would look for offering Nevay the freshman to get more playing time. So I'm going to ask you all this. Let's hear it. What? Exactly, does West Virginia have to do tonight to get a win over Oklahoma? Just not be mid. <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, no. Um, you really just it, it. It just comes down to simple basketball. You just need to like actually move the ball. You I mean you need to you need to have uh, you know a at least a positive uh, field goal range. You know you can't really you know say you're at least you know winning games without you know being at least you know 40 percent uh or lower from the field goal range and you know you've got to start make, making baskets you've got to start you know making uh uh penalty shots and we're we're hearing voices i it's, swear i, I no, swear no, that's outside but oh, I, it okay. played again gotcha yeah but um but no i mean you you just got to do the basic stuff. You got to really because I know we have a, like a lot of talent on this team, but you know sometimes you know you can't win on talent on you can't win with talent with just talent alone. You yeah, know? can't waste your shots. Stupid. You can't waste your time on stupid possessions that Correct. end in stupid shots that don't go anywhere. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think West Virginia they have to run the zone defense that has worked pretty well almost well, all season. So I'm going to stop you right there. Because they actually have a whole new defensive scheme now. Oh, really? Um, so it consists of like zone, just different things. They do, they throw different things at you. So that's kind of why they were able to force twenty two turnovers against Texas. That's why they were able to, you know, get fifteen points off turnovers. So I think yes, you are correct. But they won't run only a zone. They're gonna run. They're gonna throw different things around you, and it's it's happening again. I'm just gonna. Com- you know, at X out of my ESPN because that is there are videos playing, crazy. and this is the fifth time that it's happened. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so yeah, but go ahead, Nico. Yeah, uh, play good defense, force turnovers, and please rebound the ball. I mean, I, I've been yes. saying it all season. Please, that'd be great, wouldn't it? That would yeah, be phenomenal. The, if this it would. team has struggled so much to rebound <laughs> the ball. I'm, I'm, I've been saying the last couple of weeks they need to play the seven footer Ali Ragab. So um, he was not dressed last game, so I don't think you're going to be seeing much of him. We just need rebounds. That's, that's really I know. We, I, just we, need, we, we need a tall guy that knows how to use his height. That's what, that, that's what we need. I mean, we had we had uh, uh, oh, his name is uh, Jim, Jimmy Belv last year. He was a an absolute monster of a man, but you know couldn't hurt a butterfly. He needed like his biggest thing was he needed to use his you know his height advantage. Now, of we, course, he's dominating. Well, yes, of yes. course. But Probably one of the best big men in the SEC currently. Well, yeah, but... Mississippi State, correct? Correct. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Disappointing. But my point still stands. We need to have a big guy who knows how to use his big guy status on the court, <clears throat> you know? 
Exactly. S- yeah. Spitting facts. So um, some news that did break before West Virginia's game on Saturday was that they have added a player, Aiden Tegelo Nelson, uh, has been added to the Mountaineer roster for the remainder of the season. He is um, a six foot one freshman safety on the football team. Um, so you, you add him for some depth. I kind of I doubt that you see him now. Um, I doubt that you maybe even see him all year. I think it's just there for. You might depth. see him next year though. No, I don't know if he'll play the year next after? year. I think that no, I think this one is just a year to year thing. You I think? think this one? Yes, it's because they need depth. Wow. You probably won't see him because you most likely will not see this staff next year. This will most likely be a new staff next year, and you're going to see another rough year possibly from the Mountaineers. But who knows? Because if Josh Eilert can turn it around, he's got two big games coming up. He's got Oklahoma and Kansas. Oklahoma, they're in Norman tonight. Then on Saturday at 4, they'll play Kansas. Then they travel to Orlando, Florida, take on the UCF Knights, who just took down Kansas. And then you you, uh, travel to Oklahoma State. That will be a game that you should win and that you – could show a lot of people and turn things around because if you honestly maybe lose two or three in this stretch, you could go on a bit of a run and you're going to find yourself sitting at a nice spot to make yourself eligible to make a run in the Big 12 tournament. And, you know, worst case, I think if you don't make a run in the Big 12 tournament, I think this team will you'll still see in the NIT. I think these players at least deserve the NIT. I think Ren Baker will most certainly put them in the NIT if he gets the bid, which it's actually kind of funny. Ren Baker is the guy who makes that bracket. Really? So it'll be interesting to see how that flows to see if Ren Baker adds them. I would assume. I don't think he can like come out and be like, you know, West Virginia. I think somebody else would have to, but then he – it's a whole process. But he does kind of run the whole NIT uh bracket kind of stuff like that. So I would assume West Virginia would get into the NIT, and that's this is a team that we could see win the NIT. Um, even it's very possible. Then. So West Virginia currently sitting at 1-2 and two in the Big 12, 6-10 and 10 overall record. Th- there is Oklahoma State, who is 0-4 in conference play, and 8-9 and overall. Uh, Texas Tech leading the way at 14-2 and two overall record and 3-0 and in the Big 12. Joe Toussaint is a big factor, a part of that team. And then you got the Kansas Jayhawks, who are obviously sitting at number two. The, they're Kansas. Uh, Baylor, I believe they got beat last night. Um, I'm going to check that. I do believe they got beat last night. Really? They did get beat last night by Kansas State, 68-64 last night. That's a surprise. Kansas State, a team that West Virginia nearly beat at home, is a team that I could see West Virginia going in to Kansas State and possibly beating them there. BYU is another good team in this conference, and a team that's kind of surprising everybody is Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a team that is really shocking a lot of people. That's a team that's going to come in here inside the Coliseum uh, within the next couple weeks and are really going to be hot, uh, potentially, and you're going to have to try to take them down. But West Virginia have a tough, tough game tonight against a very good Oklahoma squad. Here's how they kind of look. Uh, they average 80 points a game. West Virginia only averages a little outside of 70 points a game at 67. Points allowed, West Virginia allows 71 a game. Uh, and Oklahoma allows only 65. Um, West Virginia is shooting it currently at 40.6. They're going to have to shoot the ball really good tonight, though, um, if they really want a chance to win. Um I think they're going to have to also f- limit turnovers. I never really said my keys to, to a victory tonight. They need to play I, I defense. Think, I think if this defense plays the way it did against Texas, I think that you could see an upset in Norman. It's not impossible. Um, although last year, um, 
it just seemed like this team would could not win on the road. And hopefully that's not a continuation um, to this season. But um, I do think 12.5 for the spread is a bit much. Um, just on the fact of, I think West Virginia, you just don't know how they're going to play. Um, I think that they could get hot. I think you're really going to need Noah Farrakhan. Maybe if, if they keep the same starting five, he'll need to come off the bench um, and be a big factor because they're starting to figure out kind of how Rake One Battle plays, and that's uh, that's really just a big stop to everything um, in itself, really. Um, what else? I was going to say something else. Yeah, w- but with this team, um, it, I mean, a lot of their losses, they have 10 losses. Yeah, a couple of them are to some schools that, you know, Monmouth, that's a pretty bad one. You shouldn't you have, have a loss, yeah, though. Waste my time you have a two-point loss against a Virginia team. That is pretty good. Uh, loss against Pitt, who at the time it was a good loss. After last night's loss that Pitt suffered, I don't think so. St. John's just got brutally beat. Some of these losses are looking pretty bad. But your last three losses that you've suffered are not looking too bad. A three-point loss to Ohio State, which a game that me and Nico were both at. Uh, then you got absolutely annihilated and your head chopped off against Houston. Yeah, but we're not even going to touch that one. I'm not talking about that at all. It's also number three in the country. I'm Houston, not talking then. about that one at all. Because even if it's number three in the country, you should not get beat that way. Um, and then you lost 81-67, which the score doesn't really say how close that game was the whole time. So um, I think... Um, I think you just got to go on a bit of a run here, and it's not completely impossible. You're going to get Jesse Edwards back, I would assume, within the last within the next two weeks. That's what I'm hearing. Um, Bach has not really said anything, but from what I've heard, it should be within the next two weeks um, because he did get his cast off. He has a brace on it now, so he's going to start physical therapy soon, and then um, we'll go from there. Um, but I think if you're West Virginia, you really need Pat Sumnick tonight. I think that's going to be a massive, huge factor. Um, I mean, him by himself is just a massive, you know, uh, uh, momentum swing because of just his, yeah. just his overall height. I mean, like I, uh, what I was saying earlier, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, y- you need big guys to do, you know, their work, you know, underneath the rim and, you know, get rebounds and, you know, set up for threes or even, you know, a, a, a two or you know, I mean, even if you can, you know, try to draw a foul a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I mean, that's pretty much all on that team just because there's not much to really talk about. Because Sick of this team. They really only have Sick one quality win right now, but it's not going to be the last. You have two chances here the next two games to get you a quality th- you win. You think that there will be more quality wins, but we don't know. No, I think so. I, I think they showed a lot of flashes against Texas we because also. Texas is not that bad of a basketball team. No, they were no. top 25 for a reason. Very well coached as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Rodney Terry's done a very good job of coaching that team. Uh, so I think you got a chance to to do something here. I mean, you have a big bulk of, of games here. Let's see. Yeah, you have a massive bulk of games here. Um, I think you could easily go on a run. Um I think if you can force more turnovers, I think you're going to be nice. Uh, you're going to be just fine. But I think if they have Pat Sumnick tonight, I think that swings the game a little bit more than what it's looking right now. Um, on the NBA side of things, a couple some some big news happened uh, broke about a little outside of an hour ago. The Pacers are going to get Siakam in a trade with the Raptors. Uh, Griffin, not very happy with that one. I mean, no, not thrilled. 
teams in the East that aren't the Sixers are getting better. You know, every team, it seems, besides the Sixers have made a big move. I mean, the Sixers are flowing right now. I'm not saying that we need to make any moves, but other teams are trying to make it past the East. They're trying yeah. to do it. The, even the Celtics, the team that have dominated the East over the last couple of years, they're make, they made moves. They got Drew Holiday, you know, and then you got the Bucks, They get Dame Lillard. You got the Knicks. They get uh, OG Ananobi. You got the Pacers. They just got Pascal Siakam. Sixers haven't gotten anything. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say there when it comes to like what I'm like what the Sixers need to do. But for the Pacers, it's a great trade. You look at the starting five. Tyrese Halliburton's having a season, and you but he's Pat- out right now, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's out yeah. right now, but he'll be back. It yeah. wasn't a severe injury he got, but just think about when those guys all come back healthy. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I was going to say is when you get that now that you have that trade done, that saves you from. What could be disastrous yep. come with the standings because you don't really want to play in the play-in tournament, no. and there's still a lot of games to be left. If something really bad happens, you could find yourself sitting outside. I mean, you know what I mean? You're, I mean, you could find yourself. So for the Pacers, I think it's a great trade. Um, Keep in look look out for the Raptors in like five years. Yeah, they're definitely getting all those young players, all those draft sure. picks. You can just watch yeah. out. Um, something I did want to point out was with the New York Knicks, Deuce McBride has back-to-back games where he has put up big numbers um, when it comes to it. I know. Let me. I don't know if it was there in the loss to Orlando. Let me look. Let me. Uh, yeah, he had twenty um, against Orlando in a four-point loss, ninety-eight, ninety-four. Um, and then I believe in the Memphis game, he also had a career high there. So Deuce McBride getting making the most out of what he's given. Well, yeah, Deuce he's Mc- a guy that yeah. he's getting extended minutes has not played much in his career. Yeah. They then trade make this massive trade. They trade they away swap a whole bunch they of. They trade players. away two top guys on the Knicks. Emmanuel quickly coming off the bench, and R.J. Barrett, who was a starter, and then that opens a roster spot. And they ended up signing him to an extension. Yep. And now he's making the most of it. Uh, he was in the starting lineup, I believe, against Orlando, and I would probably assume that when you put up 20 points in your first start in a while, you're probably I mean, going to find yourself in that starting you're gonna spot. Catch the, you're going to catch the attention of the coaching staff, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, um, but I think that maybe, you know, the Knicks, I mean, there's two teams with, I mean, it's really close. With the Knicks, with I feel the, with the, the Knicks, I feel like it's either going to be they make a deep playoff run and possibly win this whole thing, or they lose in the first round. It's yeah. one of the two. Yeah. They're like the Dodgers, making big moves, and they're not going to yeah. wonder if it pays off. Well, Nico, mine and your uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Moving up a little bit. Uh, they're 23-15 in fourth place right now, only two games back uh, from the 76ers to where, um, I mean, and you're only four games back from the Bucks. There's still a lot of lot of basketball to be played. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I weren't really able to watch the games, given yeah. that I'm not paying for that Valley Sports Plus. Hey, well, let me tell you. Tune in on Amazon now. Uh, I guess if you pay like an additional fee on Amazon, you can now get like all of Bally Sports or something like that. Did you see that that deal broke this morning? None of my teams are on Bally Sports, uh-huh. but I mean, me either, except the Cavs. So I probably won't get it. But uh, you still get to like literally every team that's covered on Bally is now being like it's going to yeah. be ran on Amazon. Well, you know, Bally messed up a couple years ago. Yeah, they did. Oh yeah, yeah, bankruptcy. But, I mean, really, with the Cavs. Mitchell's stepping up, he's getting points, and then Jared Allen, 
He's been playing amazing. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's insane. I yeah, mean, Donovan Mitchell is insane. I yeah, just, he's crazy. I think Jared Allen's a little bit overhyped. I think he's all talk, not enough on the court. But, I mean, he's been playing decent. I'm not saying he's a bad player, yeah. but he, he, he likes to run his mouth. He I likes mean, to run his mouth. With with Mobley out, he's filling in pretty well. He's a double-double machine. When's he expected back? Mobley, next couple weeks. Garland, yeah, Mobley. I think, just came back to practice. Okay. So that's good for the Cavs. But yeah. Then, I mean, they're still fourth in the fourth in the East. Yeah, they've been doing well with what they have. Dean Wade's been playing solid. Max Drew's been playing solid. Lavert has been pretty solid as well. I mean, the team they're playing like a very good team. They're playing together and they're you've got the out of what they you've have. got like you got you got like four tiers in the Eastern Conference. You got the you got the top tier contenders who are the Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers. Then you got the mid-level caliber teams that could make a deep playoff run, which is Cleveland, Miami, Indiana, and New York, and the Magic. And then you got your teams that are below 500 that are probably not going to do anything, Chicago, Brooklyn, Atlanta, Toronto. And then you got your embarrassments, which are Charlotte, Washington, and Detroit. I, I think we should put Washington like below that because they're just not – no. No, Pistons are 10 times worse. Yeah, the Pistons the Pistons cannot. had a 28-game losing streak before they nah, won. I guess that's true. I, I honestly yeah. forgot about that the, fact. The, yeah, The Pistons – on paper, don't have that bad of a roster. They don't. No, they just got really unfortunate. Kate like, Cunning- like, uh, Cunningham is a great player. Coaching yeah. is number one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but anyways, uh, on the west side, I mean... I hate to say it, but I really like the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook's playing great. Paul George had a great game last night. You see him? He put up 33 points on the yeah. um, Oklahoma City because they're always... They're double-teaming Kawhi every possession, and that leaves Paul George wide open. And then Paul George isn't going to miss. And the Suns, a little... That's the thing, though, with the West. is like, you look at the East, like, the records, like, there's teams in there with, like, 23 losses, you know, that are, you know, not above 500 that are in right now. There's not a lot. And then on the West side, there's only one team that's below 500, and that's the Lakers. They're only one game below 500. So, like, the Western Conference is completely different. To but what you look, the East brings. you look at the top contenders in the West. I don't know. I don't get scared by. There's always any of one these teams. though. You got the Timberwolves. They don't scare me. Oklahoma City. If they cl- if they're clicking in June, they might. You got Denver. I like Denver. Denver won a championship. They clearly can do it again. The Clippers. They got all these guys together. I think they could do something. Dallas. You never know. Kyrie's a piece of crap. <laughs> but and then and then New Orleans. Zion needs to lose weight. Still, he is not in NBA shape at all. Like, yeah. he, every time they show him on a TV, they, they diss him for his for, for being out of shape. What was it? Ch- Charles Barkley said that Zion looked like Shaq and him had a baby. Dude, oh, God. Did, man is... <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. But anyways, a little bit of the touch on the NBA talk. Oh, yeah. and Golden, Golden State's a disappointment. Oh, Trade everyone. Well, that actually... Uh, that led me into... Uh, what I was going to say. Let's uh, hear assistant it. coach for the Golden State Warriors suffered a heart attack last night. Oh, has no. Passed away oh. as of this morning. Um, oh, no. Golden State's game, yeah. I know tonight was postponed. I, I would yeah. probably assume uh, more to be postponed. Let's see. The next day that they are supposed to play is. They'll probably miss the next. Friday. They probably will not they'll play. Probably, they'll, probably, they'll probably miss the next um, two and then on. They'll him. probably. Yeah. So they'll postpone probably Friday's game and they'll just fly back home. Um, and then their next game's not until Wednesday. So I would assume that then they kick it off uh, Wednesday because they, they got a bit of a home stretch here. So. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you want the players to be. Actually, for the rest of the month, they're at home. So. 
they can turn it around. Uh, well, not I'm not saying turn it around, but I'm saying you know that's when they they'll probably postpone the Dallas game. I would assume as well. Um, which they would have to make that decision rather soon because then ESPN's going to have to find another game to pick up. That's why there is an issue with hockey right now. Uh, the game that was supposed to be on TNT tonight was delayed a day. For what? I didn't hear that. Weather. Weather. So now they're picking up the Panthers game tonight, Mm -hmm. and they don't have a crew on the call that works for TNT. So now the guys in the studio have to call the game from the studio. Love it. Oh, really? So you got to have to scramble. You're going to have to try to do that very quickly. Wait, wait, Liam McHugh is going to do the game? I don't know. I don't know. I just saw. Could the, you the imagine inside the studio? He'd be but good. he'd be good. He'd, I mean, he'd Either be good. Way, I, um, I don't like him very much, but I mean, like he's. What, what's wrong with him? I just want uh, you all bicker later. No, 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 no. No, but like, so you're gonna have to make a move. Just bicker later. He's one of the few people in hockey Stop. that's young and relevant. Don't mute me. I just oh, did. Yeah. I muted both of you. So oh, wow. it's just okay. a me and Nico I'll show now. So, <laughs> so now we have. You're gonna have to make a move rather soon. As to what to do. So they'll obviously do that. I would assume that announcement comes probably tonight and or tomorrow. Um, or it may have already been announced. And I'm not doing Thank so, you. Um, but the next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, Griffin, we're going to have to. We got to touch it. What are we touching? We got to touch it, man. I don't want to. We got to touch it. What about you? Your no, team I'm, lost oh, too. Oh, we're coming. Oh, we're coming. So did yours. The Wait, Philadelphia what? Eagles. I'm, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Looked just like. The 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers. Exactly. It's a carbon copy. I'm telling you, carbon copy. I can't disagree on Carbon copy. It, no, it, no you, there is no disagreeing <laughs> because it literally is a carbon copy. I have nothing to say. Of I'm the done. 20 Pittsburgh Steelers. 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the Eagles got beat by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, in the wild card round. Got beat 32-9. to um, Just couldn't get anything going. Baker Mayfield decided to have arguably probably his best game of his career. Uh, just absolutely crushed him, right, Griff? Are you done? No, I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dude. No, right, I'm. Like, I'm gonna say this, okay? Let's hear it. I'm gonna turn it to my team now. Okay. When you were looking at this game between Josh Allen, and Mason Rudolph, if I told you before the game that Mason Rudolph was gonna have the better stat line along yardage. Would you have believed me? Probably not. No. He no. did. 20 or 20. 229 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception for Mason Rudolph. Um, the Steelers actually kind of kept in that game, uh, honestly, a lot more than I thought they were going to. It was within it was within a score. They brought most it within a game. score. They brought it within a score in the fourth quarter, and then uh, Josh Allen um, just drove him down the field and, and did scored. You, and it was over. Did you see the ticket price comparison for the playoff games this weekend? Let me read these off. Tickets as low as $121 for Texans-Ravens. Tickets as low as $221 for Packers-49ers. Tickets as low as $172 for Chiefs-Bills, which is crazy. How is that not more? And then you got the Detroit Lions. Tickets as low as $519 because they don't know how to host playoff games. No, it's not that they don't know how to host. It's the fact of they've not really hosted one nope, they have in not. this round oh, yeah, probably I mean, ever. It's like, been it's been thirty years. Yeah. It? it's been thirty years. The people of Detroit want to see playoff games. They're going to overprices. They don't yeah. see. They don't see the only playoff games they're used to recently are Detroit Red Wings games and honestly, because they suck in hoops. They used to lose. Are honestly, you sure about that? Honestly, what the yeah. Red Wings are are not good in the slightest. No, I'm saying they've had like in the past. Yeah, they've well, had, I mean, in yes. these last thirty years. And then you yeah, got that's, what that's, that's like down. that's like thirty years though. No, I mean, it isn't. 
the, the, okay, the, no, listen, the here, Red Wings had the biggest, here they comes, had the longest playoff streak in the history of the game. Here they didn't miss it for like 17 Andy's years. Andy's moment. Andy always, okay, so for, yeah, you know, for you, Andy for the always movie. has a moment. Okay, a couple weeks ago it was, how much is a field goal worth? Last which, week? No, that, I said a few weeks ago. Oh, a few weeks ago. See right there. Up. See right there. Um, yeah, exactly, right there. A few weeks ago it was, uh, how much is a field goal worth? Which I just stared in awe. Me, me and Quinn looked I, at each other and we were just I like, I was Did completely just, um, and there's been a couple times where it's been, like earlier today, I was texting Andy, hey man, get your ticket for Kansas. Oh, the game's tonight, isn't it? I probably can't get it. No, Andy, it's Saturday. I'm not going to ask you to I got Oklahoma and Tech tonight. and, uh, you will get a dry skin patch on your head because you will scratch your head so much at the stuff he says. So we're just going to leave it there. What he's talking about is within the last 30 years where Detroit Lions, which that's the football team, Andy. They yes. play in the NFL, which stands for National Football League. At Ford Field, not yes. Ford Ice Hockey Rink. So they, so in the last 30 years, think about those last 30 years. Who had the longest playoff streak in the NHL within that time? Okay, I, okay. It's I, the Red okay, Wings. Okay, I get Thank your point. You I get your very point. point. And okay. not today. And today they don't care about and the And the Tigers. Wings. The Tigers have made one World Series in the last how long? Uh, and they didn't win it. It's been a while. Man. It's been a while. You got to think about like the the early two thousands Pistons as well. They yeah, were solid. that's true. With um, but still, Malice in the Palace ruined that. But oh, still, yeah, that's true. Um, so here's what you're looking Always at. Something screwed over Detroit, isn't there? Yeah. To look at the other wild card games, uh, Cleveland. Uh, CJ Stroud had a pretty good game himself. Yeah, CJ Stroud might be good. No. Might be, might be. No, I know, I know. Andy's Andy's shivering over here. I'm I'm honestly rattling in my boots over CJ here. CJ Stroud's going to throw two uh, interceptions against the Ravens, and he's going to go home. Still not that good in my eyes, uh, just because the Dolphins are not playing very good. Uh, Packers. I got on the radio last week, and I even said the Packers were going to beat the Cowboys. I could have told you that was going to happen. Those nope. were the vibes I was I was feeling. Jordan Love had probably the uh, the best game of his career. Tell you what, losing. He had another good game on Thanksgiving too. Remember that one? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But like that was that was a beautiful, beautiful sight seeing Dallas lose yet again in the playoffs. Seeing- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was also another great sight to see the Philadelphia. No, 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 no. No, I know what you're saying. There's a difference. There is a difference. I could talk. I could talk so much crap. I could talk more crap than anyone on the planet. They go through this cycle. Oh my God! It's. I'll tell you how it is every year. I'll tell you how it is every year. Dallas wins early in the season. Which shout out to Tommy Chapman, who I know is probably listening to this episode we right love now. You, Tommy. Big Dallas Cowboys guy. I called him. At, I called him yeah. every time Pedro scored. I said, "Buddy, what's wrong?" But think about this: you got this is the cycle every season for Dallas. Earlier in the season, they win like four games, uh, four in a row. It's, yeah. They start they'll win, four they'll win like four. It's our year. Yep, four, and then they'll lose. They'll lose. A, they'll get upset early. Like oh, fifth, but that's a good team. Fifth, sixth game of the yep. year. And then everyone, but everyone would be like, oh, Dallas, this is the year they're going to do it. This is the year they're going to do it. And then, you know, they progressed the whole season. You know, they have a decent above 500 record. Dak Prescott's playing like yeah. an MVP. Yep. He's playing like an MVP. You know, top three seed in the conference. Then they get to the wild card round. Then, and either the wild card or the second round, it hits the fan. And Dak Prescott every year. decides to play like Kenny Pickett. And then the next, <laughs> and, and then the next day, you go turn on first take. Stephen A's like, see, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? And then. You know, it's always about what's the question about the quarterback situation, then it's about what the coaching situation is going to be. It's an ongoing cycle, and it's hilarious because even in the time when the year? even in the time when the Eagles suck, there's another year where the Eagles make the playoffs and win a game. So it's just yeah. great. It's just yeah. great. I love it. I love I, every I, second of it. I, it's it's interesting because the Cowboys 
really looked like a team that could be a threat. And they really started in the second half. They played a lot better. Dak played a lot better in the second half. But in the first half, it just seemed like Jordan Love knew exactly what he wanted to do. And it seemed like Dallas just let him do it. And I think that was a massive issue. And I think the same thing kind of happened. I mean, it happened the whole game with the Buccaneers. Is Baker knew what he wanted to do, and he did it the whole game. I want everyone to go real quick. I want everyone to say who they think is going to win the Super Bowl out of these eight. And no, we'll, no, we'll do that next week. Next week? Next week when we know who is in. The, so then we have four teams. Okay, who we'll do, do you, that next Okay, week. then here's my second part. Who do y'all want to win right now out of the back? Right now? Yeah, who do you want Lions, to? dude. That's a great story. Lions? Yeah. Who do you want? Uh, Ravens. Yeah. Who do you want? Uh, either the Lions or Bills. Yeah, okay. I, I'm big Bills so guy. Big I'm Bills gonna, guy. I'm going to also throw Andy under the bus again. Oh, jeez. So I call him, you know, before the Steelers. Unnecessary. Play. I told him. Exa- I told him. I said Steelers will win tonight. Here's why. Just want to say I was correct because they did exactly what I said. But yes. But then Andy was like, "Oh," but before that, Andy was talking trash. He's like, "Nah, Baltimore is going to win." I said, "Andy, do you even know who's at quarterback tonight?" He <laughs> said, "Lamar Jackson." I said, "No, you're wrong." He said, "No, Lamar's playing." I said, "No, he's not." I said, it's their backup. Who's their backup? Uh, I don't know. I said, exactly. You're a fake fan. Andy. So it's Andy. my point stance. Boo. So, um, how do you how also, do you know the Ravens also huh? didn't play this week because the NFL forgot about them because they're forgetful. So, well, makes sense. Uh, I mean, I think the Lions would be great in the championship or in the Super Bowl. I think it's probably going to be the 49ers. Um, but that also is going to be – that's going to determine on how well does Brock Purdy play. Brock Purdy's going to have to play well, which the last couple games he hasn't been playing well. You also have the Ravens that are going to – that they're getting a Texans team that looks really, really good right now. And the last – they played the very first game of the year, and the Ravens won. But that was game number one. Texans are going to be really hungry for a win here. Ravens have not played – their starters have not played in almost three weeks now. Yes. About two two to three weeks. If I'm a betting man, I honestly am going to take Houston. They're hot right now. Baltimore is cold because not only did the Pittsburgh Steelers beat them in week 18. This is uh, – the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm just going to point out, 2-0 this year, by the way. And that was another point that Andy said was, he said, well, you got to beat us with your starters. I said, buddy, look at the first time we played big guy. What happened, Andy? My, my, Would you like to tell people what happened? Well, yes. Okay. Yeah, I, TJ I Watt is in love hey, with Quinn, Lamar Jackson. Hey, Quinn, you're not in the playoffs anymore. No, sure. but, I'm, but what I'm saying you're here is you're out. Texans. You're out. We're out. We're Texans both, are three, hot. We're out. Yeah, it sucks, doesn't we're out. it? We're out. Yeah. We're out. I was in the Super Bowl last year. We're out. Hey, so, sorry. I got Look, my ADD is going to kick in. I have a point that I got to ask you about. But with you. Yeah. This is my question for you. Okay. Are you more are you are would you if you were a betting man, would you take money on Baltimore or would you take more money on that Houston has a possibility to win this game and 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 win it in overtime? See, okay. Uh, Baltimore is favored by nine, and Lamar Jackson is correct. He hasn't played in th- in three weeks. I mean, a lot of their starters haven't played in, in about that time. Uh, and I understand your point about you know C.J. Stroud is or C.J. Stroud and uh, the the Texans are extremely hot right now, and they yeah. and they're and that's that's completely valid. Just I, I don't know. Just like 
for some reason, the 49ers game and the uh, Miami game is really sticking out to me. And just, just how uh, Lamar and uh, 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 Flowers I, – I, I, I cannot – Zay Flowers, yeah. Uh, just the way that they performed in those two games uh, like alone, um, you know, plus the, the, the secondary I feel like is on point, um, you know, when they're actually, you know, starting. I, I do think that the Ravens could beat uh, the Texans. However, I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a nine-point uh, win. I think it's, it might even, you know, come down to a field goal, which is three points. So <laughs> for you to say that, yes. You totally agree with you on yeah they got before they played the Steelers they had two big wins over the 49ers and Dolphins. They also though before that had wins over the Rams and the Jaguars. The Rams were a playoff team. Jaguars probably should have been, but you know they weren't. And so I think that them coming off of this their starters not playing in a while, I think it's going to hurt them. And I would not be surprised if C.J. Stroud plays one of his best games because he is playing his best football. He should and probably will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. So I Mm. think if I'm a betting man, I take Houston. Well, not only this, I said this earlier on in the year. The Texans are a very talented team, and, you know, they're fun to watch, and C.J. Stroud is leading them with, you know, an iron grip, and, you know, it's obviously, you know, 10-7. and That's a phenomenal record, and, you know, I honestly think, you know, it's going to be close. It's going to be a very, very entertaining game. Just, you know, I'm not this I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, but I just think that the Ravens have the 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 team chemistry and then also the the raw talent that you need to win games. And I think the Ravens will take it in uh, not blazing fashion, but it'll be it'll be one, you know, sort of close. Yeah. Um, And so some other news that came up is the Browns fired their offensive coordinator today. What kind of went into that, Nico? What what was really because I, I mean to me, I, I didn't think that the Browns' offense was was the issue. Uh, well, there was a couple firings. There was the tight ends. Coach yeah, yeah, but fired. the big one was well, yeah, Van Pelt, and then also Stump Mitchell. I think was a significant one because the the players loved him. It's just that once Chubb goes down with the injury, we all saw it. The Browns' run game was non-existent. The rest yeah, of the no, and absolutely not. Yeah. So like, there's that, and then Van Pelt. I, I don't know if I fully agree with firing him because he's not the one calling the plays. No, it's Kevin Stefanski. Exactly. It's Stefanski. And his play calling is very on and off. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you do have to shake up some stuff in the personnel group, see what you can do. But, I mean, it is what it is. He was with the Browns for a couple of years. And, I mean, yeah, there's not really much else to say about it. Yeah. Wish him the best. Yeah. Um, so I think there's, there's two great games on obviously, uh, Saturday, uh, both one seeds will play. Um, and then Sunday, the Buccaneers and Lions, which that one is a rematch from what we saw earlier in the year. And then Chiefs and Bills that they every year play in the playoffs every single It's year. always a good game. It's but always it is a always a game. good game. Um, uh, but this time it just happens to take place in Orchard Park, which it never has in the playoffs. Yes. Um, believe it or not, this is Patrick Mahomes' first time playing on the road. In the playoffs, really? I think you want to hear a prediction. I'm I'm not going to give you my prediction of who is going to win, but like I think I honestly think whoever wins this game is going to win it all again. Really? Yep. Honestly, I agree with that. I yep. mean, I can see that. I, I definitely can see that. Yeah. Um, well, except the Chiefs. Um, uh, I don't think that they're they're they've they're, been hot and cold. There is here. nothing that if the if everything goes right in this round for the Chiefs, 
there is no reason the Chiefs can't go and win it again. There's no reason. I just don't think they have weapons. I mean, they have Travis Kelsey. That's dude, it. Dude, what if, that's it. If, what about Rasheed Rice? Mahomes is Mahomes. <laughs> think for Mahomes is Mahomes. They got a good defense. If 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 their offense just catches a few balls, it's over. The season's over. The Chiefs win back to back. They're third. They're third in however many years. I I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I don't want the Chiefs to go all the way. You think I do? No, I don't. They just beat us. Um, it made me feel like a I'd fraud. I'd really love for the Bills to go all the way. Honestly, if 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 I wasn't a Ravens fan, I would pick the Bills. I know because you're a bandwagon. <laughs> I mean, the, the what, what? I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a is a phenomenal quarterback. What's the and, definition of bandwagon? Oh my god. Well, I think he'd be more of a bandwagon if he hopped on the Niners. Yeah. Do you want to reveal to everybody what you revealed to me earlier this week? What about you were about a Patriots a, about fan? five years ago when Patriots I was still in fan. when I was when still in middle school? Golden. That's being a bandwagon, is it not? I mean, that's pretty bandwagon. Yeah. I mean, okay. I I'll accept that. However, I you know had, who, I had you different. You know who beat that dynasty? The Philadelphia Eagles, and also the uh, the New. New uh, New York Giants. That's right. They yeah. did. Uh, that's true. But I also have different reasons. Yes, Tom Brady. Tom Brady was good. Yes, he won about you know f- phenomenal amount of Super Bowls. However, my grandfather was a huge Tom Brady fan. <laughs> Not your grandfather, Tom Brady. Boo. Well, yeah, yes, I, I agree. However, I like. Okay, can't, Quinn. Quinn is. <laughs> it's still. That still okay, aligns all right, up. All right. To... All right. It does. It, it like, still aligns up. Okay. And, what, and what's your college team other than West Virginia? Uh, but his cousin, or not his cousin, he knows somebody that, like yeah. somebody, it, a close family friend goes there. Yeah. That's not being a bandwagon. I that mean, one, if, I completely. If, 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 if we're using that logic, I also like South Carolina as well because my other cousin goes to South, yeah USC. I, that's 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 not. I wait, you didn't wait, know that. Wait, let me let me um let me, let me list off all my favorite teams for you. <laughs> no, stop. Let's see. Okay. All right, we got okay. Syracuse. Stop. Got, all right, I'm blocking you. Uh, where is you? You're my three, Griff. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, so we got... <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but for real. To stay back on track, though. Yes. Um, because we're going to get to college football in a minute. We're going to talk about the Duke's Mayo Bowl. We're going to talk a lot about Mayo. I love Mayo. I'm so sick of talking about Mayo. Like, everyone, everyone's acting like it, it, Mayo's never existed prior to this bowl game. <laughs> everyone's like, you hear about, you hear about this Mayo? Okay. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, but I'm sorry, what? To, you hear about, but, but you hear about this, this good Mayo? It's good Mayo. You're going to have a good game on Sunday at 3 o'clock with the Buccaneers-Lions. That'll be a good game. And then 6.30 on CBS, Chiefs-Bills. That'll be another good one. Uh, and I think whoever ends up in the conference championships, these two teams, it'll be interesting there. The Pro Bowl game. It's not really a game anymore. Probably won't watch myself. Uh, the Super Bowl, that's one that's going to be interesting, and we'll talk about more, obviously, the NFL as it comes in. But uh, if you want to go to the Super Bowl, you can get your ticket as low as $6,299. You can get them steal. now. Steal. Absolute uh, steal. Won't catch me there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be staying, uh, staying right here in uh, West Virginia. Yeah. Depending on the matchup, I, depending I, on the matchup I might not watch it. I'm just yes, so upset. You will. Well, I'll watch. Yes, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll all watch it. Yes, so upset. you will. All right. I can't believe the Eagles are in it. A lot of stuff has happened in the college football world. We will get to that in a little bit. Okay. Oh, we didn't say that Jason Kelsey retired, too. Oh, yeah. Jason Kelsey. Well, uh, well that's guy. the thing. That's the thing. He didn't officially announce it. He went on his podcast, the New Heights one with Travis Kelsey. He didn't fully announce it. He was discussing it, but he hasn't fully made an announcement yet. He's retired. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got I mean, his, the guy, the guy's press old. conference. The he guy's his old. own farewell He is press pretty old. I mean, he, he is graying a little bit. Yeah, honestly, and and with how he's, phenomenally he's been playing, he he's he's got to be burnt out. And in all honesty, I feel like he's you know, not. He could still play at the highest level for another three years if he wanted to. He probably could. I mean, but he could. It's just that the 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 thing is, it's like you know what? Okay, he yeah. he could. Right now, he's going to retire the greatest center of all time. A top 100 player to ever play the game, probably the best eagle of all time. It's fine by me. That's 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 a big statement. A Super Bowl champion. Hey, you know he he has to he has to start becoming a family guy. That's yeah. true. That no, is he true. does. His kids are getting to the age. I think he where... should go to the desk. I don't think he will because that still takes a lot of time. I, I mean, think he'll take a few. years If he off keeps doing, as desk. long as he does new heights, I mean, oh, they'll still do new heights. Yeah, um, it's a good right. it's a good podcast. So, I've I've li- I started listening to that week one. Well, actually. I have one thing about the New Heights podcast. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys know, but the Kelsey brothers, right? Mm-hmm. From Cleveland, right? Cleveland Heights. Yep. yep. That's my that's my school's rival high school. Really? really? Yep. He he slept with uh, Donna Kelsey. I, I don't think <laughs> did I did that. You no. yell at me for my curse words and you said that? <laughs> what? I, I, I I'm sure that. she's a very nice lady. <laughs> I'm sure she's a very respectable young lady. All right. WVU Football Talk. Garrett Green is going to be a Heisman candidate next year, and here's why. Griffin's probably thinking, dude, this dude's nuts. I, I didn't agree. say no, that. I you, always, all right. you always target number, your statements towards Number me. one in the nation in rushing touchdowns by a quarterback at 13. Yep, and number, number two, two in the nation, nation in yards per stat. completion. That is why Garrett Green will be in the Heisman conversation next year. Their last game was a result of a 30-10 to 10 win in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl uh, by Garrett Green, only throwing – I mean, he, he had a great game. What are they going to project us to finish in the Big 12? I can't wait for that crappy okay, projection. Okay, so after, be like, after Jed eight, Fish 13. left Arizona, yeah, I, know. I genuinely think we could be number one. You yeah. Know, you know no, what they're going to do? They're going to put us at like five. Yep. Yeah. Disrespect. It's, it, it happens every year. I know it. I know Honestly, it. Honestly. I know I mean, it. I've been saying this since the season. If West Virginia didn't lose against Houston, if they didn't lose against Oklahoma State, and they didn't lose at – or no, if, yeah, if, if they didn't lose those two games – I feel like Garrett Green would be in the conversation. Yeah, we'd we'd also no. be a top, no, like a top no. fifteen. No, like, school. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, still, I mean, no. I, look, I feel like not not like uh, like up there with uh, Jalen Daniels and uh, you know all the the front runners. No. He's going to be at least considered. No, like a, no, not you, at all. You don't think he'd be in the same conversation as like Ollie Gordon? Yeah, no, yeah, I think Pro- I, I, probably I, not. He, last year, this uh, year, maybe I mean, this coming year. Yes, this coming year, he he, he will be and should be. But this past year, absolutely not. He didn't have the record those guys to back are, it up. Those guys are up here. And Garrett Green is a more here kind of guy. His yep. stats are not anywhere near the same um, on that on that behalf. They can be. They easily could be. But who do you – all right, so you got – Because here's why. Yeah, go ahead. He has 16 touchdowns, 2,406 yards. Yes. His QBR is 20th in the country. But he doesn't have a quality win. He doesn't have a ranked win. If you look at those guys, what does Michael? What did Michael Penix have? Nine or seven. Took his team to the national championship game. Should have won the Heisman. What did Jalen Daniels do? His team was in the running in the SEC, which that's obviously we know is massive. Shouldn't have won the Heisman. As of to, it's just an extreme conference. That should have been Michael Penix's award. It should have been Michael Penix. But what did I tell you? As to why he didn't win it. No, you were he right. Turned the ball over. No, you were There's right. Nine it's just huge annoying. Reasons why he didn't. Um, it's just annoying. And so, and I think that 
he just didn't have a quality win. And when the WVU had a chance to get a quality win, they went out to Norman, Oklahoma and got killed 59 yes. to 20. They did. I, 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 I don't want to do this, Andy, but I completely disagree with you. Uh, well, I mean, because it, it wouldn't his, be outside the realm of possibilities of you disagreeing with me. Well, yes. That, but, happens, that but, happens on a daily basis. But because. Very true. Because no, he would not. If, even if they would have won those games, I think even if he would have won the Oklahoma game, he would not have been considered. So okay, question for, question to you: If he were to have held it close and or won against Penn State first game of the year, no, no, s- probably still wouldn't. Not. No, his stats didn't back it up. No, stats. Still he didn't he back would have had up. for had to throw for like three hundred yards a game. What are the odds that Penn State comes here week one and we beat him? What are the odds? What are you thinking? I'm confident. You're, I'm honestly confident, confident as well. I've seen Jeriler play in person. Destroyed my high school. But yeah, I, sw- I went to the game last year. Yeah, but thing is, he only played one quarter. He has a great arm. I feel like he can scramble if he wants to, but his decision making is not the best. Mm-hmm. No, and that's 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 a phenomenal point. Exactly. If the West Virginia defense can force some turnovers, they can easily win that game. Jaheim White. The crowd's going to be loud. It's going to be oh, here. Like, oh, I will be there, and I will be screaming. No, mm-hmm. I, I will. Gar- I will tell you. I will tell you this right now. West Virginia beats Penn State next year. I hope you're right. I, agree. I do believe that nothing would make me happier. Oh my god, my company, whole family went there. That oh, the company of <laughs> the company of Pat McAfee, Kirk Herbstreitley, Corso, Reese Davis. I hope they're there. Desmond Howard. I do believe that that beautiful desk. We'll be in Morgantown that week. What's well, they, what, what games I hope, that I week? I hope they do. There's no games that week. I hope. I, I hope. I'll I look. really hope. Let me look. Let me look here. Let me go would, to the and, and and ESPN gets that game because it's Big Twelve, not Big Ten. Mm-hmm, that's true. So that's here's what opens. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, okay. That's bad. No. I'm actually. I know. I'm just surprised at what the very first game is. Oh, geez. the very first game of college football is on August 21st, Thursday, right? No, it's on a Saturday, August twenty fourth. They're not doing a Thursday. They're not doing a Thursday game. No, they are. Okay, okay, but this is this this kicks it off. This okay. is week zero. Yes. Okay. Saturday and August twenty fourth, Oregon at Hawaii. Wow, game's gonna suck. <laughs> the about? game wow. is gonna be terrible. But so that's kind of your week zero. There's you only get, one game on week you get, zero. You get Dylan Gabriel's debut, and then you go. On Thursday, you get North Carolina at Minnesota. That one, oh, I like it. I love it. North Carolina, A and T at Wake Forest. Man, you got football all around in the state of North Carolina. Uh, New Hampshire and UCF opens up on Thursday night inside FBC Morgan Stadium, a stadium that me and Andy have been to. That is true. Uh, Elon at Duke to open up the year. uh, We don't need the whole rundown. Just give me the good ones. But then you have the chunk, okay? And on that chunk, the only game I can see possibly. Bringing in contention would maybe be Georgia at Clemson in Atlanta, mm, Georgia. I feel like on it, but yeah. oh, you know what they'll do? They'll totally go there. They do it every year. But and there's also Miami at Florida. You have that one as well. That's a big rival game. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but they're not. But I, then I you also the have one. Stony Brook at Marshall that has that could compete with it. Oh, that's gonna be a great. <laughs> no, game. I just had to throw that one because <laughs> it's highlighted on my screen. Um. Those would be the only games that I really see as games Rivals. that could really get it. Oh, um, totally, because every other team is playing like Furman or 
Arkansas Pine Bluff. Like, <laughs> yeah. Har- Hartford, yeah. Hartford Community <laughs> College. Yeah. Like, Arkansas you're, Pine You're telling me you're going to have Oregon, Idaho? Oh. <laughs> Eastern Michigan, Massachusetts? That's going to be a real that good top game. matchup. I mean, I mean, hey, both both good hockey schools. What, what about the what about the Battle of Arkansas, Central Arkansas or Arkansas, Arkansas State? No, I got you one better. Okay, this one actually could I could see them throwing in there. Notre Dame at Texas A and M. I could see it them throwing honestly. In there. Yeah. yeah, Mike Elko's first game. Notre Dame obviously is Notre Dame. Yeah, um, another game that honestly I would not mind them going to. They're not going to, but it, I think it'd be really funny. Virginia Tech at Vanderbilt. Could I you think it'd just be so funny. Could you? But it really could because if something happens crazy in the spring, Vanderbilt gets a ton of transfers. They won't. You never know. They're a laughing stock. Um, Get out of here. I wouldn't. What, say. what about well, like they're Colorado both laughing stock? Uh, Virginia Tech's not laughing stock. They've only had one down here this past year. They weren't that bad last year. You think they won't highlight the new SEC teams? You think they won't go uh, Texas, Colorado State? No, just because of Colorado State's probably not going to be that good next year. Probably not. Um, I mean, if Alabama opened up against somebody other than Western Kentucky, they could go to Alabama. They won't. But if they opened up against somebody like uh, somebody, maybe if they opened up against Colorado. You oh, know, yeah, 100%. Alabama, um, Colorado? Because Colorado will be in the Big 12. But um, So that's kind of... There for uh, week one, I do think West Virginia has a shot at getting game day. Week three, though, when we are at Pitt, that is what a big one is. Um, Wasn't which, that game day last year or two years West ago? Virginia, not do they have an open? Oh, do they have an open week there? I don't know. It's don't, just not popping up. I don't think West Virginia has um, announced all those games. They've only announced the Penn State and because uh, those are out oh, of conference no, games. Uh, well, well, I think Pitt came and then the. Come, Albany game. Come week four, Marshall goes to Ohio State to play. Oh, ooh. okay. Well, last time they stomped into a Power Five stadium, uh, they got a big W. They so, did. Uh, something crazy could happen. Oh. <laughs> Charles Huff is tearing up the transfer portal, though. Marshall is number one when it comes to group of five teams inside the transfer portal. Marshall's number one, so they're they're looking to be to be a big power inside of um, the Sun Belt Conference, and you know now we're getting ready to shift to a twelve-team playoff, to where it's really easy for a Group of Five team to now make the playoffs. But if we're going to talk about some bowl games, uh, some of the big-time bowl games, um, obviously there were some rough ones that happened. Um, I think some of the big losses. A lot of coaches got up and left. You know, like James Madison didn't have their coach for that one. Um, and a lot of players had already announced that they were leaving and still played. That's another thing that really kind of affected this whole thing was the transfer portal because you had mm-hmm. there you still if you enter the portal before your bowl game you can still play in that bowl game. So there were you saw a lot of players that were playing just to get tape, um, and a lot of players that were just playing for their new coaches to see um, because they weren't enrolled at that school yet. Um, and so there was a lot of shifting around happening. You saw a lot of what could be for the next year. You saw Kansas get a big win, 49-36 over UNLV. Jason Bean had a six-touchdown game, but he's going to be their backup next year. So what does Kansas look like when Daniels comes back? Um, Another game that I wanted to talk about was what could Arizona be like? They looked really, really good. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now their coach is heading to Washington because Nick Saban obviously retiring, which everyone listening here already knows that. That's why I didn't start with that. Nick Saban obviously retiring, so that that leaves um, 
Kalen DeBoer to leave Washington, takes the job at Alabama. So then Jed Fish at Arizona then takes the job at Washington. So a lot of people were saying Washington could be the number one team in the Big 12 next year. But now that circles my question as to who is now the number one team inside the Big 12. Well, Washington doesn't have a quarterback. Well, wait, no, Washington is in the Big 10. Um, the door is open for I the mean, Big 12. The door is definitely open. open. You got. I'm not saying the door is open for the Big 12. Doors open for the Mountaineers. That honestly, I was going to say West Virginia has um, a phenomenal chance because you got a lot of kids to transfer. You got us. You got Oklahoma State. You got Arizona. You got Utah. You got Utah and maybe Colorado if they can get it together. Kansas Probably not. State had yeah. a lot of people leave. I was about to say, but Oklahoma and Texas obviously that, left the whole thing. Outside mm-hmm. of that, Kansas State's quarterback Avery Johnson looked really good in the Pop Tart Bowl. Absolutely, and I think that's an upside for them. I think it. I think you're going to have. It's going to be a really tough Big Twelve next year. Yeah. So obviously, we can't really say much more about it because you know. But I think Neil Brown has done a great job at. Retaining players, yes. Recruiting players, um, but also retaining his staff. This is a team that a lot of his staff members could have left and taken other jobs. Neil Brown retained them and some of the players. Um, you lost two defensive backs. I want to say Saturday, but that is because two of your defensive backs that were rumored to enter the portal did not enter the portal and instead committed to Country Roads Trust. So they were like, well, we're going to go into the portal again because we want to, you know, play for a Power 5 school and start for that school. We don't want to be backups here. So right. that's a big factor. I think another big factor, though, is that Neil Brown has got Garrett Green coming back, but he then also retained his backup quarterback, Nico, which I think that's going to be a massive. That's probably the biggest one, if I'm going to be quite frank, because. Yes. I feel like I feel like Nico's a glue guy. Like in a team that wins, and I mean you've seen, there's always a glue guy, mm-hmm. a guy that keeps them together. That is Nico when it comes to WVU football. So I think there will obviously be more that we can talk about coming through when they get ready to start spring ball, and we do the blue and gold game. Um, usually U ninety two does that game, so um, obviously I'll probably be doing a lot of in depth with that. So you're going to see a lot more of that. Um, and you'll be able to really tell who's starting where and all this different stuff. So, um, but then when you get to the games that took place on the first of the year, you had Michigan and Alabama, uh, which Michigan dominated the whole first half. I want to talk about it. And then <laughs> Alabama came out. They dominated the whole second half. Um, and then it leads to J.J. McCarthy just playing like an actual quarterback, drove him down the field, and uh, Michigan scores uh, late in the game. Then Alabama drives down, and just the center was a massive issue. So, um, How do you muff three straight? Uh, okay, uh, you want to get down there and do it? No, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy job. However, if you are a starting center on the Alabama or the University of Alabama Crimson Tide football program, you do not muff three straight so, snaps. I don't think he was planned to be the starter because why else would Nick Saban and his coaching staff offer Zach Frazier a lot of money in the offseason? Exactly. The, the other thing with that last play, I don't understand why you run a, a QB. It wasn't supposed there. to be. Oh, really? No, it was. So it was the bad snap. 
Oh. He picked it up and freaked out and took off. Okay. It was. I don't think it was. Yeah. A if, if it was run. a design QB run, I, I like. I, I, I said this watching. Don't the game. see Nick Saban calling a design QB run with a national championship. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. Nick, Nick Saban not is. Even, he, he's smarter than that. Not even with Bryce Young. <laughs> you you could have Garrett Green back there. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do it. No. Neil would have. Neil would have thrown that sucker to the back of the end zone. Oh yeah. On the far side. That's exactly what he'd done. Um, and then you had a Texas-Washington game that wasn't really much of a game until about the final four minutes to when Texas then makes it a game. Um, so that was massive there. Uh, that was a good game. Um, and then obviously national championship. Michigan obviously beating Washington in a Jim Harbaugh retained. Fashion. Jim Harbaugh retained his innocence. Yeah, but he's also going to pull Pete Carroll, and I think he's going to— That's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to say bye-bye. Even though he didn't have anything to do with it. No, I don't think he did. No. Um, but I, think I, that's think Stallion, that, I think that Stallion's idiot just made things which, harder for him. Which, did you see what he's doing? He's doing those cameo stuff. 70 bucks a video. Really? Really? Oh, God. Stallions is doing that? Yeah, a lot, a lot of lawyer fees he's got to pay. Michigan ain't paying for it. Does he need but, to? Does he need a lawyer? Can he just get fired from the league? Why does he? I don't. I mean, he works for Alabama now. So really? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, he works for Alabama now. Oh. They go, Andy. Don't care about nothing but dad. <laughs> don't give up. All right. So, um, bowl games. There wasn't really a game that was really you know surprising. I don't think. Um, actually, there was a game that's surprising. Georgia Tech and UCF. Georgia Tech got a thirty to seventeen win. Over what are you looking at over? Nothing, oh, hockey God. jerseys. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, got a thirty seventeen win over UCF. That one was a massive one. Um, but that actually leads. I want to talk about one more thing before we get ready to wrap up because we are sitting. This has been a long conversation. We're, go, we're getting up there in oh, time. We're actually only at an hour. Okay, really? We okay, okay. Oh well, in that case. Well, in that case, we're gonna t- we're gonna take another hour of your time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not too much longer. But there is something that I want to talk about. What about South Alabama beating Eastern Michigan? Right. I think that was a very, right. very good game. Thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to talk about it and I completely forgot. So South Alabama, once Nick Saban retires, right, South Alabama puts out a tweet and says – it's like an article that like their SID wrote. And it's like they are like – they are the – their head football coach is the best head coach in Alabama because at that time mm-hmm. South Alabama – his, he had the best record, right? Do you know what happened yesterday? No. He resigns and is leaving to be the defensive coordinator at Alabama. Love it. Oh, <laughs> boy. Love it. <laughs> like, love it. We love it. Let's like, go. So there's an account on Twitter, which if you don't follow, uh, I, I really encourage you to, is the uh, – <laughs> It's flaming hot takes or freezing cold takes. Oh, I, I love and that. And freezing cold takes retweeted it. Really? Because it was a freezing cold take. Yes. Dude, those those are hilarious. <laughs> yes, it is so funny. I love that page. But anyways, um, a few more players have entered the portal as of today. Oh, wow. That's quick. Hmm? Amarion Walker, a sophomore corner out of Michigan, is transferring, and they have already had him going. They have him going to Ole Miss, so he has entered the portal. Um, I do believe there's a kid from West Virginia that entered the portal yesterday, uh, Leighton Bechtel. I do believe entered the portal. Not, no, it wasn't Leighton Bechtel. It was um, why did I say Leighton Bechtel? 
It was the fullback transfer from Towson. Not much really there. At least Jake, you pronounced the town correctly. Jake Garcia entered the portal yesterday. That's or I guess they landed the transfer. So this is when they commit. So they didn't enter. But uh, just looking at some big names, Alabama obviously right now it's a mass exodus right now. Yes, um, mass exodus. Will Howard, who transferred from Kansas State to Washington, has entered the portal, and I would all then what you see, assume. Um, he would go to Alabama. You see Bond left Bama to go to uh, Texas? Yes. Great move. Um, Texas is winning it all next year. Jalen Milrow entered the transfer portal. Not really surprised there. I honestly when did he don't... Do that? When did he do that? A couple of days ago. Mm. Um, I did, well, I'm, I would assume he entered the portal. I don't even see, I, I didn't see that I in mean, the news. I mean, the tweet, it was a picture, you know, the, the thing they usually say, and then um, the thing it said, please respect my decision. Where is he going to go? That's what I was going to say. I don't think he goes to another Power 5 school. You think he goes down to a group? I don't think he can play in Power Five. I don't think he's that good of a. Quarterback. What are you, Jalen Milrow? I mean, I mean, I I what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Jalen Milrow will one hundred percent. If he doesn't end up at a Power Five school, They're, he'll end up somewhere else. He'll end. Up oh, he's going to end up somewhere else. Well, yeah, because there's going to be a team. If no one picks him up in Power Five, I'm because, sorry. But I'm no, sorry. Do we listen, not? Do we not listen, listen, remember what he did in the Iron Bowl? No, no. Think about this. Think about think about this. He had. When he when he he left right entered the portal you have the thirty days which me and Andy learned this come Bob Huggins issue you once a coach leaves resigns whatever the players have thirty days to enter uh huh he entered the portal after everybody else already has every other Power Five program already has their quarterback that is one of the reasons why he's most likely going to go down low why does he need to, he's he's going to stay. I don't think he stays. Not if Will Howard comes in. He's going to stay. Because he doesn't fit Kalen DeBoer's offense He's, at all. Think about that. That that has a big factor. He does not fit Kalen DeBoer's offense at all. That doesn't does, necessarily does he, mean... Does he give you flashes of Michael Penix? Absolutely not. No. Because he's way... He's ten times more mobile. He's a playmaker. He's a... Oh, he's 100% a playmaker. Just but like, I think that the only reason he will go to Power 5... Or not Power 5, but Group of 5, is just because it's so late. These teams already have... Ohio State already has their quarterback... What's his name's going to Ohio State? Um, I thought Will Howard was going to Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, State. yes. Will Howard's going to Ohio State. What's yeah. his name from Mississippi State? That's who I was thinking of. Who's the guy from Mississippi State? Don't remember. I'll uh, look it up. Terrible with it. names. It's, it's right. Oh, actually, it's right here. Hang on. I got your quarterback. Will Rogers. Will Rogers. Same name. Same thing. You uh, had the right idea. So, yeah. Um... So he's obvious. So that's that's the issue. Like, let me. I'm just going to read these off. Okay, Cam Ward is going to Miami. Miami's off the list. Dante Moore is going to Oregon. So is Dylan Gabriel. So they already have two quarterbacks. Oregon's definitely out of the picture. Ohio State's got Will Howard. Maybe Ohio State picks him up because they need a backup quarterback. Aiden Chillis is going to Michigan State because that's where his coach is from. Malachi Nelson is going from USC to Boise State. There's another example of somebody who's going down, mm-hmm. which a lot of guys do that, and a lot of guys don't look bad doing that. They, it makes them look better. I mean, JT Daniels did the same thing. Well, but JT Daniels never really had a career outside of Georgia. high school. I mean, yeah, but because but, I mean, I mean, in Georgia, he technically didn't win that national championship. No, he really didn't. Um, but there's a lot of teams that, like Kentucky, they already have their quarterback, Brock Vandergriff. He's mm-hmm. transferring. DJ Uongale, he's going to Florida State. There's just no Power 5 teams that really have a need for him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Jordan McLeod from James Madison. I thought he was going to go to Indiana and follow uh, what's his follow James Madison's coach. Who, oh, why can't I think of his name? Because he coached here too. That's my, my mind is fried. But he's got no. He hasn't announced where he's going. But also another thing is once you enter the portal, you can com- you can go any like you can commit at any time. Right. There's no like set time. Um. So Will Rogers is currently undecided. So he transferred from Mississippi State. Um, was going to Washington. He was actually on the bench for that national championship game. And then once DeBoer left, he entered the portal again. If he hasn't already committed to Alabama, I would kind of assume maybe he's not going there. Um, Eli Holstein, another Alabama quarterback, he's going to pit. Like all these schools already have their quarterback. It's just too late. You know what I mean? It's too late for him to really go anywhere. But I actually don't see him on here and I'm at like 30 I'm at 40 I don't see him on here right did he back out he I mean most maybe I mean like the only like the only like I I, I actually I, I agree with your points like I think because he's so late I mean it would only make sense for him to drop down however you know if he stays I think Jalen Milrow is a very adaptable quarterback and yes um, he may not fit DeBoer's uh, offensive scheme right now. However, that doesn't mean that he can't. So I actually think he thought about leaving, and now DeBoer has retained him. Yeah, because I think Jalen Milrow is a very adaptable quarterback, and he knows— Oh, it, he hasn't been on this Twitter. Yeah, also, nice. wouldn't you think, like— I think Jalen, if Jalen Milrow transferred, he, he would end up at, like, Vanderbilt or something like that. I mean, yeah. No, he it, would end up at a Van, but that's the thing. Vanderbilt already has a quarterback. They just got one. Right. Yeah, but My you're point is, you wouldn't take Jalen right, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, depending who they get, they already got somebody. Who they get? I, th- I Nate, think they got Nate Johnson. They got the quarterback from Utah, who literally plays just like Jalen Milrow, well, which is arguably is that. So he's he hasn't entered the portal yet. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he does because that's a whole new offense that he's going to have to learn. Um, but I think I think he's up to the challenge. I think he can do it because I, I mean I, I mean look, think, look at the difference. Yeah. Be, look at the difference between the Jalen Milrow that played at the very beginning of the year and the Jalen Milrow that played against that was terrible, absolutely terrible. And look at the Jalen Milrow that played in the Iron Bowl. He was cold. He was uh, cool headed. He was like he, he was. He was honestly he was dangerous on the on the field. Like he knew how to like. Uh, but to, you also yeah yes yes you you are completely right. But you also have to counter in on a factor of. Um, that Auburn defense, the end of the year was not as good as it could well, be. Well, yes, but my point is the the I, no, the, I totally the difference. Get your the point. difference is night and day. No, I I totally he know, agree. He with knows you. he knows how to adapt because to I something said, that's completely different. I said that from from day one. And yeah, I said yeah. I totally agree with you. I think there actually are a lot of quarterbacks that in this in this issue in like in this portal right here that are actually kind of surprising me. Um. Cam Fancher from Marshall has transferred to FAU. He'll probably be the starter there. Um, but he wasn't very good at Marshall. Um, but I also think it was some of the play calling issues there. Um, if you look at – oh, where is this at? All teams. Let's Here we go. This is what I want to look at. And you all can pull this up too. Uh, Big 12, West Virginia. Here's who West Virginia has added. Uh Wow. Okay, I didn't expect him to be number one. Xavier Bosley, who is from South Charleston, West Virginia, um, 
is an offensive tackle. They picked him up in the transfer portal. He's a transfer from Jacksonville State. Um, Taj Real um, from Old Dominion. I don't know if he's still there. I think he may have decommitted. Um, Jaden Bray from Oklahoma State, a wide receiver, is who Neil Brown picked up there. So a lot of transfer portal moves for Neil Brown and his football team got um, a lot of their needs, um, as you could say. So a lot of needs that were picked up by Neil Brown and his um, staff. I think West Virginia is going to be looking dangerous come next year. So we'll just have to see what, um, you know, what, what's what's to come there. Wait, did, did Duro try transfer? Yes, he did. Oh. He, uh, it, it, I, that one kind of surprised a lot of people only due to the fact of um, because where – which it's it came to bite you in the butt the whole Raekwon battle situation. Oh, yeah. Now you can transfer whenever. At right now, that's what bit you in the butt was you he could because he's already transferred once, so that's kind of uh, what hurt, hurt you there. Um, Jalen Anderson's a four star recruit. Did you know that? I'm sorry. Jalen Anderson's a four star recruit. Really? Damn. Oh crap. Sorry. None of it. Huh? None. Oh, is that what you said? Nope. I thought it was Andy that said it. Nope. I don't care. Garrett Green's a four star. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. I mean, I think Nico was a four star too. Yeah, Nico was a four star. Oh, Garrett was a three star in high school. Now on three, grades him as a four star. Nico definitely was. Um, but anyways, so you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening, and we can obviously talk more once this transfer portal stuff dies down. So obviously, these Alabama players have now time to get out um, and leave and, and and all this sort of stuff. Any big-time punters leave? Any, I, don't, any, I don't know. Any big-time kickers leave? Uh, West Virginia's kicker left, actually. I do believe oh. he went um, to like a – it's Wait, like a Michael Hayes? No. Oliver no, Straw? Backup kicker. No, that's oh, the punter. Okay. Um, oh, Vinatieri's son is in the transfer portal right now. Mm. Ooh, that's a kind of a shocker. But uh, no, 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 really kickers. Um, no one, no one of too big. Um, I love how now though, when it comes into recruiting football, they have ATH as a position, standing for athlete. I, I love that about <laughs> college football. Um, so a lot of athletes, um, not very many of those in the transfer portal. But uh, so yeah. Anything else you all would like to talk about? Do we want to talk about the NHL? We don't need to. No, I didn't have that on my agenda. Bedard got hurt. That's it. I mean, Bedard got hurt. Oh, which was so funny to me. It was a clean hit. I texted Andy. I sent Andy a thing. I was it's like, a clean hit? Was like, it was a clean hit. He's out six weeks. Six to eight? Could be more than eight. Yeah, it might be. It's not now, a very... Now, did the Blackhawks go down back to where they were? Yes, they were never yes. good. No, they yeah, they weren't that good with him. All right, I think I'm good. Yeah. The Capitals, Capitals are... Eh. They won against the Ducks last night, which they're, is good, They're, they're going to be eh for yeah. the rest of the season. That's yeah. true. The Winnipeg Jets, your Winnipeg Jets, are right. number right. one in right. the league, baby. Stop. Let's All right, this go. has been the PRT, boys. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. That's, that's it for this week. Uh, most episodes will come out come on Wednesday. Uh, We're going to try. Uh, try our best. Um, but then, obviously, there will be some conflicting with my sports schedule. Um, but... Uh, yeah, this has been episode 35 of the PRT Boys podcast right here on United 2, the Moose.